The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's happening this week on your favorite soap opera? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's show. I can hardly believe that we're already at episode number 18 of our weekly hour-long chat about anything and everything soaps. Now, I have to tell you, I have been looking forward to today's show for quite some time. My guest this week is perhaps best known for the more than 15 years she spent as Drusilla Barbara Winters on CBS's The Young and the Restless. But it would be a disservice to simply call her a soap superstar. She is a multiple daytime Emmy Award nominee, a 12-time NAACP Image Award recipient, a best-selling author, an advocate, a philanthropist, a wife, a mom. She also even has a hit single on iTunes. We'll discuss all those things, and along the way we may even learn a few secrets of a soap opera diva, which, it just so happens, is the name of her newly released novel. Please welcome to the show, Victoria Rowell. Thank you so much, Dan. It is so good to have you on the show. I have been looking forward this, uh, to this since I saw you on the red carpet at the Emmys last year. <laughs> well, thank you for having me and uh, celebrating Secrets of a Soap Opera Diva and actually my 25th year in soap opera. Well, I have to tell you, uh, I crawled on a storeroom floor uh, in a good way to get a copy of your book a couple of days early, and I have been... <laughs> reading it ever since. Uh, so let's just get right into it. What inspired you to write Secrets of a Soap Opera Diva, which is available in stores now? Yes. Uh, today was the official... Well, actually, it's, it's been out a couple of days now, but it's been selling uh, very, very well. And the inspiration behind it, of course, as I mentioned earlier, um, 25 years in daytime, three different soaps, certainly hailing from theater, that being the ballet world, uh, with the American Ballet Theater. Um, and so I have a lot of um, experience with the divas and the devos, <laughs> and I just thought that daytime especially has such rich content to write about. And I began writing back in 2000, and um, in the interim, of course, I wrote my New York Times um, memoir, The Women Who Raised Me, mm-hmm. which, by the way, Oprah has um, recognized in O Magazine this month. Um, but I was very, very inspired um, uh, to get Secrets of a Soap Opera Diva published. I really think the, the public is curious about the behind the scenes, and that's what I wanted to write about, the behind the scenes. Definitely. Now, as I mentioned, I've had my, my copy now for a couple of days, but I know there are folks who are listening to the show and they're thinking maybe they'll run out to the mall over the weekend here and pick up their copy. So can you give them a sneak peek of what they have to look forward to before they run out and get the copy of their book? Oh, absolutely. 
Uh, this is what happens off the set, and it's stranger than fiction and where the real drama begins, <laughs> kids. Um, it's about uh, my protagonist, Calista Jeffries. She hails from Mississippi and migrates to New York. Things don't work out there for her as an actress, and she migrates out to uh, Hollywood land. And she auditions for a soap opera. It's the number one soap opera in the world, and it's titled The Rich and the Ruthless. Ooh. And her character name is Ruby Stargazer. Her arch nemesis is Emmy Abernathy. And we see this incredibly sleek, sexy cast of The Rich and the Ruthless, but there are disparities, and there's clawing. It's lights, camera, calamity, and claws. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and everyone's fighting over everything from the eyelashes to the wardrobe. Not the eyelashes. Oh, yes, the 747s. Um, we also uh, will see a very rich depiction of each character off stage, hmm. and um, that's just as juicy and so delicious. In fact, Library Journal has just turned in their review, and they're calling it Juicy, Gossipy, and a Perfect Beach Read. And that's the Library Journal. <laughs> that sounds about accurate. But what I think is important for listeners to know is that this is a book that you don't have to be a soap opera fan to actually enjoy. Oh, no. No, this is for people who have never watched a soap in their life. Um, I do talk about the rich culture of soap opera uh, globally, uh, Coronet, Coronation Street, East Enders in, mm -hmm. in London and England, of course, and then you have um, Come Come in uh, India and Body and Soul in Brazil. And I talk about the phenomenal culture of soap opera and how they're passed down like like prized heirlooms. Um, but you don't have to be a soap opera fan to enjoy this book. Um, it has all kinds of earmarkings to be a primetime soap or, or a feature film, and, and that's my aim. Now, I know that you are probably going to be asked the next question more times than you can count, but fans want to know, so I am honoring the request, and I'm asking you. Uh, you know, there are some characters, and there are certainly some names of shows in the book that seem like maybe they have some real-world ties. So, are there any characters in the book that are based on real people? Well, that's the beauty of fiction, isn't it? Uh, the reader can let their imagination run wild and let it go as deep and wide as they care to make it go. Um, I would love if I pique the interest and the imagination to maybe associate a character or two or a place or two um, to something that's familiar. That makes the read all that more delicious. I think that's why I enjoyed watching The Devil Wears Prada or reading mm -hmm. um, a book that you could associate with something that you were familiar with. I think that will be a big part of the fun of reading the book. I think even something as small as uh, one of the other soaps in the universe of The Rich and the Ruthless, uh, the supernatural low-rated soap Obsessions, which just conjures up images of, of other things. So I think it, it, it's fun. It adds another dimension to the book. Yes, we have, we have wonderful soap operas in the show. We have Today, Yesterday, and Tomorrow. <laughs> we have The Daring and the Damned. We have Medical Clinic. Of course. We have just, and we have two fabulous soap opera magazines in the book, Cliffhanger Weekly and Soap Suds Digest. <laughs> well, in reading this, there is this whole other setting of The Rich and the Ruthless. Now, I'm wondering, what was it like to be on the other side of the pen, where you're now <laughs> writing a soap that. opera? 
Oh, it was delicious. You know, working with Bill Bell, I really feel like a Bill Bell disciple um, because Bill knew that I was interested in the whole company. He knew that I was interested in all creative aspects of production. He knew I was from the theater, hence he gave me carte blanche with the choreography for the ballet storyline and casting and you know, I helped obviously with the writing because the the, the language had to be authentic. You know, mm-hmm. um, and that carried on, as you know. You know, I tweaked the lines for Drusilla and um, introduced the foster care adoption storyline, and so I was really encouraged to do more and be creative. and And I think if he were still alive, uh, you know, he would welcome the idea of me growing with the company. You know, I think I think any company, if they're if they're being really smart about business, is that they have an apprenticeship. And um, I would have liked to have grown with the company as not only an actress but a writer and a director. Um, that said, um, you know, you think things being done, you think things are being done to you, but they're being done for you. And in essence, when I was turned down as a writer for YNR, it really propelled me to manifest and complete my own books. And uh, writing Secrets of a Soap Opera Diva gave me an opportunity to create my own soap. Um, or two. So it was absolutely cathartic and fabulous. I loved every minute of it. It was a lot of hard work because it's two books inside of four years. So, you know, my, you know, I, I might put the pen down for a minute, although I've already started writing the sequel to this book. But Oh. And I have a children's book. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I loved it. One of the things that I've personally enjoyed in watching the Secrets of a Soap Opera Diva process is that this has really allowed you to flex your comedic abilities, something that <laughs> maybe fans weren't aware of, uh, particularly in the webisodes that I know you've put together a series of about 26 episodes for Essence.com. That's right. There are 40 altogether, 26 of which can be seen on Essence.com. They started airing those yesterday on the web. They're fabulous. Um, and it did give me an opportunity to go back to comedy. A lot of people forgot that I worked with Jim Carrey and Dick Van Dyke and mm-hmm. Bill Cosby and Will Smith. And, you know, I worked with really, really, really funny people, Jeff Daniels, Jim Carrey has mentioned. And so, um, you know, I, I'm going back to that. I'm going back. It's wonderful. Life is cyclical, and it's wonderful to get back to the comedy. I'm very comfortable in comedy, and certainly I introduced it to Y&R with Phyllis. Um, one of the most infamous scenes is us on the elevator drinking tequila. Um, <laughs> And, but I was actually um, asked, you know, by a producer um, to um, forget the comedy um, and that the soap opera wasn't about comedy. And I was, um, I was uh, not reprimanded, but really pulled back on the comedy um, because uh, this particular producer didn't care for it. Hmm. And so I thought that that was unfortunate because... I really was aiming for another category with the daytime Emmys in, in, in uh, daytime drama. And I thought that there should be a comedy um, category. Um, but, you know, be things as they may, I, uh, you know, have moved on, and um, I love comedy, and I think that we're in a time with oil spills and, and tragic flooding and, you know, earthquakes and politics and, and, and economic downturns. I wanted to write a book that underscored kicking back, relaxing, laughing, imagining, and getting our 
book reading public um, in the chair and, and, and imagining this world. I think the secrets of a soap opera diva will get people who may not normally go into bookstores uh, or crawl around on the floors of storerooms uh, into the local bookstore, whether it be you know, Barnes & Nobles or, or Borders or, or a mom and pop shop. Absolutely. Okay. I think that you know, it certainly appeals to a lot of people. Uh, something else that I'm enjoying is the back picture. Thank of, you. Of course, it's uh, a photograph by Derek Blanks, who... Uh, I guess for folks who don't know, they really should go online, Google him, and check him out. But the photo is hilarious. Thank you. Um, Derek is masterful. He uh, is infamous for celebrity alter ego photo shoots. Mm -hmm. And he shot the front cover as well as the back cover. Um, He's a very creative uh, person and uh, just just an honor to, to be able to work with him. So thank you. And, I, of course, I play all four characters in the back <laughs> photograph. Um, the uh, Calista Jeffries role, um, let's say the Emmy Abernathy role mm-hmm. or Alison Fairchild's Roberts role. I am the face on the trophy. Yes, you are. The award and also the trophy girl. So a lot of fun. And, of course, we have to talk about the, the picture on the front as well. It's uh, both funny and sexy all at the same time. Thank so, you. We are coming up here on our first break. Uh, We have a lot more to talk about, so please stay tuned for more with Victoria Rowell here on Soap Central Live after the break. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, Check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. If you want to get ahead, you have to stand out from the crowd, the clutter, and the competition. Are you? Tune in each week for Standing Out with Lauren Saunier. Lauren and her guests have the secrets that can help you and your business get noticed, get attention, and achieve your desired results no matter where you're starting from. Standing Out with Lauren Saunier, live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to be a marketing machine. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. 
That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I am very pleased to be joined this week by Victoria Rowell. Welcome back, Victoria. Thank you, Dan. Now, uh, in the last segment, I completely forgot to mention some of the, the big honors that Secrets of a Soap Opera Diva has received. It is actually the recommended read, the pick of the month, from the Essence Book Club. Yes. So happy about that. And, uh, of course, it's, it's right on the front cover. Yes. Yes. It's just thrilling to get that stamp of approval. And, of course, Essence has millions and millions of fans. Um, they've invited me to the Essence Music Festival in July in New Orleans. And um, there are many, many other um, incredible invitations that I've received um, around this book, including a hybrid performance lecture I'll be giving um, for three days in Atlanta, um, June, I'm sorry, June 4 to June 6. Uh, and you can go on to ticketannex.com uh, if anyone's interested. That's June 4 to June 6. Secrets of a Soap Opera Diva, Conversations with Victoria Rowell, June 4 to June 6, ticketannex.com. Is it at all surprising to you how the mainstream media, and for folks listening, that's non-soap press, how everyone seems to be embracing you and this project? All I can say is, number one, I'm grateful. Number two, um, I believe, and I always believed it when I was performing, that the audience resonated with the work I was doing. Hmm. And I feel that hard work pays off in the end. I mean, I can't tell you how many times people would intimate to me that I was working too hard or why did I care so much about what I did? Um, You know, why did I care about my wardrobe? Why did I care about the way my hair looked? Why did I care about the lines so much? And And this is my answer. My answer is happening right now. Um, the hmm. audience, your performances transcend the television. I don't care what anybody says. And the audience is repaying me right now, and I so appreciate it. I think that a lot of people lose sight of that. This yeah. is certainly when you're on screen five times every week, mm-hmm. you know, people, I, I guess, notice you. People want to get to know you. They appreciate your work. And there's another thing that happens, Dan, in that when you're on a set that much, and year after year after year, and you're never sent out um, as ambassadors for the show, which I strongly think should happen. I think it will help daytime live if producers designated three to five actors, and, and I've, I've pitched this to Young and the Restless, and that we're ambassadorial for the show. Uh, because there's something to be said for pressing flesh with the fans. Um, and that's my phone in the background, and we'll just we'll just ignore it. <laughs> but um, there, there there's something to be said about going out, meeting the fans, thanking the fans, shaking hands, taking pictures, and it's got to be more than an annual soap opera lunch. And so I've always been like that. I've always been out in the public, certainly with National Foster Care, but also out there uh, meeting the fans. I love people, and, and, and um, this is an awesome, another awesome opportunity with my second book to uh, meet and greet and um, really have my finger on the pulse of what they're looking for. And that's the perk 
also being out. I know exactly what the fans are looking for because they informed me what they wanted to see. Um, and some of that informed the content of my book. Do you think that fans have a tendency to think that their opinions, their cares, their desires aren't appreciated by the folks who put together not just soaps, but programming in general? Well, yeah. I mean, I think you have always uh, a production staff that that cares about the integrity of the show. Um, A Bill Bell, of course, is rare, um, who eats and sleeps and breathes his show. Um, but uh, there are those who are there to, to be about the business. That is, they don't have an intrinsic relationship with the actual performers or with the fans. They don't have a, 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 a relationship. And the show suffers when that is the case. Um, it really is a very intimate relationship soap fans have with the show that they love. I think you'll agree. Oh, oh, definitely. And so when you don't listen to your audience, the show suffers. So if a show is demanding uh, or the fans are demanding a particular tone in a show or they're, or they're requesting a particular character be returned, and, you know, our soap fans don't care if you've been killed four times. If they want you back, <laughs> they want you back. Um, but if, this, if, if the show doesn't listen, if the producers, the brass does not listen or the ownership of the show doesn't listen, um, they eventually, maybe not right away, will see a decline in, in ratings and in audience share. And that affects sponsors. And that, and that affects the pocketbook of the show. I want to talk a little bit more about the soaps in just a minute, but May is National Foster Care Awareness Month. And right. obviously, it is something that's very important to you. Some of our listeners today may not know that you spent 18 years in the foster care system. And yeah, that's correct. I'd like to uh, talk a little bit about it because I've, I've found in reading your book and then doing research, uh, the book, The Women Who Raised Me, that there are a lot of misconceptions, I think, about the foster care system in America. Yes. Um, we have over half a million children in care. Uh, those numbers are declining, um, according to the Annie E. Casey Foundation. And uh, we have uh, around 100,000 children available for adoption. Um, those are staggering numbers. Uh, but as a national spokesperson, I not only spread the statistics, but I also like to spread the good news, uh, which is we have extraordinary people out there raising other people's children from social workers to teachers to our medical uh, uh, diaspora, our child protective services. Um, and it's very important to underscore the importance of court-appointed special advocates and guardian ad litems. I could go on and on about the volunteerism that goes on around our children um, who are in need of uh, safe and forever families. Um, so, hence, I... I, every spring, every May, uh, kick off uh, National Foster Care Awareness. And this year we started in Los Angeles in the Hollywood Hills. And uh, on May 15th, I'm proud to say we will be collaborating, uh, the Rowell Foster Children Positive Plan and uh, Annie E. Casey Foundation and, and other partners will be collaborating with the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Oh. Yeah, the name of the program is Who Mentored You to This Moment? So that'll be on May 15th at 7 p.m. It's free to the public. Come one, come all. There's a suggested donation of $20, but it's free to the public. 
and we'll have you know, American Ballet, the presence of American Ballet Theater, and we'll have opera, and Matilda Rafa Cuomo will be receiving the, uh, the mentoring award because of Mentoring USA, um, and, and a host of other exciting elements. Um, and then I go to Atlanta uh, for May 16, and Saks Fifth Avenue will have a fabulous show, and we're honoring Jane Fonda for her work with pregnant teens. And then Washington, D.C., finally, on May 19th. So you see, May is a very busy month for me, not only with Secrets of a Soap Opera Diva, but also National Foster Care Awareness. I think there are a lot of people who would like to get involved but don't know all of the ins and outs. And in a recent interview, I heard you say something along the lines of good foster care is really good mentoring. So I'm wondering, how can people get involved in well, making me, a difference? Let me give you a couple of websites. First of all, let me give you uh, RowellFosterChildren.org. I'd like to give you Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, Family Services.org. And I'd like to give you National Foster Care Month. Org. There are many, many, many websites, but uh, why, why don't we start there? Um, and there are a host of ways that you can participate. Um, go on to the websites. Um, it can be as simple as tutorial um, uh, at uh, your local high school or college. Uh, obviously, you have to call the administration's office and ask if there are foster children ple- present. Uh, invariably, there will be. Um, and if that foster child feels comfortable, and foster parents, if it's a foster adult, let's say in college, um, that requires also um, organizing that. Um, you'd be surprised how many foster children in, in Los Angeles public schools, we have sometimes up to 70% of the school population are foster children. Wow. Um, there are ways you can take a foster child to the ballet, to <clears throat> a show, movies, take the child to dinner. You can also be a respite caregiver. That is not a full-time foster parent. That's a weekend foster parent. You're licensed, and it gives the primary foster parent or parents an opportunity to rest so that they don't burn out. You can take one child or sibling groups. Um, uh, it, it's a very noble way to participate. Um, court-appointed special advocates are uh, trained, and they represent the child in court. Um, that's a very ex- extraordinary way to participate. Um, and then, of course, there's always food drives, toy, Christmas toy drives, summer camps, underwriting scholarships, fine arts scholarships, and, co- and of course, college tuition. So there's loads and loads and loads of ways um, that you can help. I think that's important to know. I think a lot of people, from reading, I think a lot of people think that it's just about having to open up your home, and that's a, a very big misconception. Very, very big misconception. We need mentors. Um, you know, you imagine a child that's living in a group home, and people will ask, well, what's a group home? Well, sometimes it's 12 beds, maybe it's 24 beds, maybe it's a much, much bigger campus, and it's where youth live. And um, they used to be called orphanages, and we got away from that word, although um, the word orphanage is attached to many facilities still, but um, they do exist, and uh, it's it's something that we don't talk about a much uh, t- talk about enough. Um, but these children deserve to be loved, and they deserve everything that every other child receives. And they're in an institution such as a group home in some cases, um, 
through no fault of their own many, many times, and um, they need to be inspired, and we all can do something. We it's have about come. not self-editing. And that's why I thought it was really, really important to go to Sony Pictures Television and to go to the Young and the Restless CBS and ask for them to consider writing a foster care adoption storyline. And, of course, that's still on the air, um, mm-hmm. and it's about six years old now and uh, received an Emmy and has received congressional recognition. I'm really proud of that. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in our next segment. We have a commercial break coming up here, but we'll have more with Victoria Rowell here on Soap Central Live after the break. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. Stock prices plunging, home prices receding, and unemployment rising to levels not seen since the Great Depression. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into good times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning hard times into good times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you ready to talk football with the greatest wide receiver player and coach in NFL history? Tune in to Wide Open with Andre Rison. Andre is ready to talk to you and give his thoughts on the sport. There'll be celebrity guests, coaches, players, artists, and more. He'll go beyond the game with a look from the coach's point of view and feature a high school player each week. Tune in to Wide Open with host Andre Rison. Featured Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Welcome back, everybody, to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and we are chatting with Victoria Rowell. And what would an interview be if we didn't talk about at least some soap. So we're going to talk about The Young and the Restless. Yes, by all means. Now, the Internet is a great way to spread information. I'm sure you're aware of that. But mm-hmm. sometimes... And marketing, and marketing, I might oh, add. Absolutely. Uh, I've made a living <laughs> doing that on the Internet. <laughs> uh, sometimes some of the stories that make their way across the Internet, uh, well, they're not necessarily based in fact. Mm-hmm. And I know that I've seen at least three or four different explanations for why you're no longer a part of the Young and the Restless mm-hmm. family. I'd like to give you an opportunity for everyone who's listening and everyone who has flooded me with emails wondering what's going on to sort of uh, set the record straight about why you left the show. Okay. Well, I asked 
the Young and the Restless, uh, which would be Barbara Bloom. It's actually Barbara Bloom, who's the senior VP of daytime for CBS, through my representatives. Um, if I could be considered uh, for uh, writing uh, for The Young and the Restless, and I also wanted to direct three or four shows a year so that I could continue to grow with the company mm-hmm. as an apprentice. And I was unilaterally turned down. And I never could understand that. Um, uh, it was very disappointing to me because it felt like a glass ceiling scenario. Mm. Um, I had the ability to write. I'd already written for Primetime for Viacom. Um, I directed already um, in another uh, scenario for Stage, and I felt like I had the chops to grow with the company. Um, I wasn't uh, I wasn't coming empty-handed. Um, that was disappointing, and. I felt that perhaps um, I might pick up my book, The Women Who Raised Me, and finish it. And so I did. It got a publishing deal mm-hmm. and decided not to resign. That is the truth. Um, I decided that I needed to stay on the road for more than three or five weeks. Um, the women I wrote about deserved more than that. And I felt that I really needed to explore my writing skills um, and see where I could go with it. And I couldn't do that straddling two worlds, um, a soap opera world and a literary one. Um, So that is the truth of the matter. Um, And whether Drusilla returns or not is is entirely up to uh, Barbara Bloom and and the team there at Y&R and, of course, Sony Pictures Television because they own the market share of the shows, of of, of the show, rather. Now, I know that you've spoken passionately about being open to the idea of returning to The Young and the Restless. and I've always done it, even when I left uh, the previous time for three years. I, I never say never. And certainly the fans would like to see you back there. Clearly. So how do you explain the disconnect between wanting and wanting and wanting and not getting, getting, getting? Well, I think it's part and parcel of, of what I just explained, um, that I'm looking for more than saying the lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also looking for more for others. Um, we have a tremendous audience that is predominantly African American, and I really would like to see our show step up and hire after, how old is YNR now, 37 years? Yeah. I'd like to see them for the first time in its history hire a black writer. Not because the writer's black, but because the writer is capable. Um, or, or a Hispanic writer. Um, or an Asian writer. I just, I, I just would like to see um, diversity behind the lens. Uh, because until we see diversity behind the lens, to a much stronger extent, we're out of focus and it's not color television. And so I think when you are an actor that cares and not only about oneself and collecting a check and going home um, and hanging, hanging out with, you know, a pedigree pooch, um, I think that sometimes that's deemed as um, sticking your foot in where it doesn't belong and maybe the doors close because that's not your place. But quite frankly, it is. Um, if I know that I'm driving a significant amount of the audience to a show that I, in good conscience, know is not doing the best 
that what I'm trying to say, not doing the best to its ability, then that's a big concern of mine. Um, I know that we can do better on The Young and the Restless, and, and, and I know that we can do better in front of the camera, and I know we can do far better behind the camera in giving people opportunities, all people. There's actually a line in your single, Think of Blood with mm-hmm. a Pine Salt Chaser, that mm-hmm. really I found interesting. And it's, she represents, and that's the only reason I watched that doggone soap opera anyway. And there are a lot of fans who, maybe not quite the same way, have said and echoed that sentiment that when Drusilla fell off the cliff, they went with her. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, the fans have echoed, um, you know, they cried, they despaired, but we're past that now, um, which is, I think, an, a plum opportunity um, because they've, they've, they're on the other side of the camera now, the fans. Mm-hmm. They want to know what's going on. Why aren't they seeing a strong image of themselves? And I'm talking about the women in particular. Um, and why are the representations um, not what they want to see? Um, so, you know, I, all I can say is that I have put my cards on the table mm-hmm. face up. And, um, you know, we'll see what the hand is on the other side, if it's ever to be revealed. But in the meantime, you know, I am having a funky good time uh, creating and manifesting my own literary works, intellectual properties, such as Secrets of a Soap Opera Diva and a sequel to follow. Um, You know, it's kind of like a scratch in the groove. I have a lot to offer, and uh, I'm excited that the fans have spoken um, and I think it's a clear indication to Young and the Restless that um, times have changed. And if you're not going to give the fans what they want, then they'll find it someplace else. Speaking of finding it someplace else, if for some reason things didn't work out and you weren't able to return to the Young and the Restless, there seems to be a natural tendency to maybe take secrets of a soap opera diva to another medium, be it television, uh, the silver screen. Is that something that's ever uh, crossed your mind? Oh, it's more than crossed my mind. (laughs) We're actively actively, um, talking. Um, So stay tuned. Uh, That's as much as I can say right now, but there's there's been some wonderful interest in the theatrical component. Of course, I wrote it in in a filmic style, um, believing all along that it would make a great soap. So um, stay tuned. Quickly, as we are moving into uh, our next commercial break, from a selfish standpoint, I I guess it's my show. I get to have one selfish moment per show. Uh, I think that it would be fascinating if for some way that all my children could find a way to work out some scenes between you and another favorite of mine, Debbie Morgan. Well, Debbie Morgan and Susan Lucci, but I will just say this. Um, that's something that all my children um, and I have had a little dialogue about, and certainly Debbie Morgan and I have talked about. I tried to get Debbie on Young and the Restless as um, a, a distant relative, and Young and the Restless passed. For what reason, I do not know. It wow. was a silver platter situation, and we were heartbroken. Um, Debbie even wrote a letter 
which I delivered to the producer at the time, and um, unanimously, once again, it was turned down. I mean, when I, if I told you the actresses of color that wanted to come onto The Young and the Restless, not forever, but wanted to make a, you know, a, 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 you know, a juicy cameo appearance, you would act, absolutely fall off your chair. Um, from songstress Nancy Wilson to uh, Michelle Nichols to, um, oh, it's just Daphne Reed. I mean, just wow. fabulous actresses that wanted to come onto the show, including, and I don't think this is a rumor, Aretha Franklin. And if, 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 if we could just take a step back, you mean to tell me you'll bring on David Hasselhoff, and Sean Young, but not Aretha Franklin, or not Daphne Reed, wow. or not Michelle Nichols. I mean, we're talking about Star Trek royalty. Um, are we? Are we saying? Are we saying that? So, see, you, you see the rub. If there's no one of color at the table. Um, who's listening to a voice of reason, um, what you have is madness. And that's what the fans are jumping up and down about, black, white, or, or whatever. It just doesn't make sense anymore. With that, we are just about out of time. Oh, well, want... wait a minute. Let Uh-oh. me give you a sampler. <laughs> Let me give you a sampler of Think of Blood with a Pine Salt Chaser. We're actually going to play that as we go into our commercial break. We oh, have a little well, then snippet. I don't have to... Do it. Oh, oh! If you would prefer to do it live, we're always oh, up no, for it. No, 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 no! I will go with my produced version, and I uh, want to tell you, Dan, it has been splendidly so delicious. Thank you so much to Victoria Rowell for dropping by today. Please be sure to go to your local bookstore and pick up a copy of Secrets of a Soap Opera Diva. It's and available. Visit our website, secretsofasoaproperadiva.com. We'll be back with more of Soap Central Live after the break. Extra, extra, read it and weep, slipped off a cliff, ain't heard a pee. Cut to commercial, oil of LA, bump my head, amnesia they say. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Emotional intelligence has been documented to be the most important skill for a leader to move up in an organization. Leaders Playbook will unpack what emotional intelligence is, why it is important, and how you can raise your emotional intelligence for yourself, your direct reports, and your team. Join Dr. Relly Nadler every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, to the Leaders Playbook on the Voice America Business Channel. Your success, your success could depend on it. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Hard Hitting Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. 
Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. Beulah Espinosa-Jones. Excuse me. My name is Espinetta. The middle name is Espinetta. Beulah Espinetta-Jones. Beulah Espinetta-Jones might not be a name that you immediately make a connection with, but I guarantee you know who she is. My next guest is a multiple Sudsy Award nominee for her work on The Rich and the Ruthless. For 15 15 years, you've known her as fan-favorite heroine Ruby Stargazer, but the woman behind that soap opera diva is now talking about her journey from Mississippi to Hollywood, and I'm very pleased to have her here as a guest today, making her very first appearance on the show. Please welcome Callista Jeffries. Hey. Now, I hey, have... Hey, Danny. How are you? Oh, I am just too tired. I am too tired right now. You know, we're on hiatus. We're on hiatus from the rich and the ruthless. You know, we ran out of money. We are so butt-broke on that show. It's not even funny. They don't even bring us bagels anymore. No more bagels. No. Well, you know, covering the soaps, I've, I've heard some rumors that there's going to be a lot of pink slips flying at the Rich oh, yeah. and the Ruthless. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Willie Turner was let go for the third time. And, uh, you know, May Fielding, uh, she may be going, too. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, look, I, all I know is I haven't, I haven't gotten a pamphlet left. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm really cool. Now, they say it's an honor just to be nominated, and few people have been nominated for more Sudsy Awards than you, but there was a, a little bit of a controversy over the past year's Sudsy Awards. You were the odds-on favorite to win. I yes. had money on you. Yes. But for once again... Didn't you love me in my B, Michael? Did, did you see the gown? I did. You know, you... I had the... I, I had the I had it, it had it off the shoulders, and it really emphasized my decolletage, my clavicles, and my derriere. Did you notice? I, how could you not notice? Yeah, it was really good as peach, but go ahead. Well, you know, you didn't win, and it seems to be, it's an outrage, I think. Oh, I can't believe you just brought up that really, really painful, painful subject. But since we're on the, that particular topic... No, I didn't win again. And, um, you know, the boa feathers were flying, you know, at the after party. But, you know, I, I, look, I was sedated. I got through it. There's always next year, Dan. Moving to a hopefully a little bit of an easier subject. Please. In the 15 years that you've been on The Rich and the Ruthless, uh, you know, there's some storylines that are still being talked about today. Uh, The alien abduction comes to mind. Uh, I'm just curious, what has been your favorite storyline over the past 15 years? I'd have to say that my favorite storyline over the past past 
15 years on the rich and the ruthless landscape would have to be when my daughter Jade was abducted by a mad scientist, Uranus Winterberry, and she was about to be dropped into an active volcano on the island of Montserrat. And I beat the mess out of her and saved my daughter's life. That was my favorite. I mean, I have to toot my own horn there, but I won the Silver Star in Soap Suds Digest that week. And the fans on the Internet were, certainly, they were, they were talking about it. So I, I guess as long as it pleases the fans, that's really what's important. Yeah, I was really upset, though, because, um, you know, that other actress, she, she tried to take my wig off my head, and that wasn't even in the script. Do you find a lot of things in daytime with the production schedules? Are there a lot of things that happen that maybe weren't expected? Oh, I should say so. I should say so. But, darling, I have to tell you, I have to cut you a bit short. There, oh, I've, you know what, I've got, I've, got, I've, I've got something over here. My Grandma Jones is calling me. As I said, I'm down here in Mississippi right now. I have to take care of my Grandma Jones and a whole boatload of people. People don't even know what my life is like off the stage of The Rich and the Ruthless. But if you have a burning question that you'd like to ask before I go, I'll be right there, Grandma. Hold on. Hold on, honey. Oh, yeah. Any last questions? I think some things are better left unsaid. But, of course, Calista, you know that you always have an open door to drop by Soap Central Live. Oh, I would love that. And hopefully you will be back on to dish more about the rich and the ruthless in the near future. Yes, well, I have to say, I'm totally, totally honored. I'm totally, totally honored that my mentor, um, she is really, you know, I, I mean, I really idolize her. Her name is Victoria Rowell, and um, she wrote a book about me, about me, Calista Jeffries. And, um, you know, she really raises the bar every day for all of us, and, and I just want to do a shout-out. Hey, holla, Victoria Rowell, also known as Drusilla. Um, I really model myself after her, and I'm so rough around the edges and whatnot, but hey, it's about me. The book's about me. And I just want to say to everybody out there, get your copy, Secrets of a Soap Opera Diva, about me, Calista Jeffries. Wow. I'd like to thank you, of course, Calista Jeffries, for dropping by, and I also want to thank my other special guest this week, Victoria Rowell, for dropping by. Be sure to make your way to the local bookstore, pick up a copy of Secrets of a Soap Opera Diva, and if you're interested in... The Women Who Raised Me, a New York Times bestseller that is also still available for purchase both online and in select stores. Tune in next week for more secrets and more juicy soap opera news here on Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, signing off. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 
Tune into Inner Speak Soul Adventures Talk Radio Show every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern, and learn how to let go of your past and create the reality you desire and deserve, allowing your inner communication to take place more easily without the interference of our noisy mind chatter or your ego. Inner Speak Soul Adventures with Gene Adrian, right here on the Seventh Wave Network. As a new era approaches December 2012, Evolution invites you to expand awareness now to become the magnificent creator you forgot you are. Explore beyond current sensory perceptions with host Doreen Agostino to align body, mind, spirit, and unleash inner wealth. Discover and apply universal success principles to consciously and deliberately create your life. To align with inner truth, shine light of new thought, and joyfully prosper. Tune in Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time for The Growth Strategist with Aldana Ambler. On the show, Aldana and some of today's top business professionals will discuss some of today's most pressing business issues that hold you, the business owner, back. Aldana will also give you 21 ways to grow with her list of growth strategies. Grow smart, grow profit, and grow your business with Aldana Ambler and the Grow Strategist every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. Annie Arman, live. Teens, you have got to tune into this show and listen to your fellow teens. If you're out there confused because somebody is trying to put doubts in you, making you think that you can't do what you want to do, get it straight. You can, you will, and you will get it done no matter what. And don't ever give up because you're not alone. Don't miss Annie Arman live on Voice America, Wednesdays from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. Standard Time. The incidence of autism has increased at an alarming rate. Approximately 1 in 150 children are affected by autism, giving autism the undesired ranking as the most prevalent childhood developmental disorder in the U.S. 67 children will be diagnosed today. That is nearly one child every 20 minutes. Autism One, a conversation of hope, brought to you by Enzymedica, hosted by Terry Aranga, illuminates how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Autism is treatable and given appropriate therapies, children are recovering. With well-known researchers and doctors, members of Congress, and expert service providers from a wide range of disciplines, Terry offers interviews and insights highlighting the progress in areas related to autism spectrum disorders such as biomedical research and treatment, communication, education, and behavioral modalities, sociological and philosophical issues, and legislative advocacy and insurance concerns. Autism One, a conversation of hope, broadcast each Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Autism One, a conversation of hope. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about this show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. 
What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning radio show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile, radio to thrive by. The violent crime rate has begun to rise again. So what's more important than feeling at ease and secure in your daily life? With an optimistic perspective on a sober subject, crime prevention and personal safety expert Susan Bartlestone brings you the information, tips, resources, and inspiring success stories that will reduce your fear and restore your confidence. So stay tuned and stay safe with Crime Prevention 101 and Susan Bartlestone every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, here on Voice America. It'd be a crime not to listen. Listen for the American Advisor with Joe Battaglia twice every week. This is a live call-in talk show where Joe discusses the economic and political events that affect your investments. Joe's macro market calls have helped thousands of investors pave their way to a more secure financial future. As a bonus, everyone who calls into the program will receive a 1964 Silver Kennedy half-dollar coin that's been graded uncirculated. The American Advisor is heard every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel and every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America business channel are you tired of the government squandering your tax dollars on bailouts and overpaid bureaucrats on free markets with dr mike beitler mike beitler and his guests explain why big government regulations are the problem and innovative businesses and free markets are the solution listen to free markets with dr mike beitler thursday mornings at 10 a.m eastern time 7 a.m pacific on the voice america business network Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it will be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. 